Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, good morning, everybody. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend to you as it moves on with two more games, not three. Today, as the Steelers and Bills game has been postponed until tomorrow. I'll tell you what, fellas, my dream of Burrowhead being renamed to a head did not happen last night. My dreams were not realized. As the Chiefs beat my Finns 26-7 to in what was just a brutal game. I, like, I get that the Dolphins are banged up. Th- that explains some of what happened defensively. But they're healthy enough offensively to score more than seven points. And they just couldn't do it. It was just an ugly performance all the way around. I think Tua just threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage again. It just it just happened right now. I was just I just I was watching the game. It just it just happened again. It happened again. It was actually fourth and twelve too, so it's kinda odd to throw it behind the line of scrimmage. Brian, I know we're friends. Good morning, cracked. Um two is an issue, man. I don't know I don't know other way to say it. I mean Andy Reid had a quote last night. I didn't say the quote, but it was something like the Dolphins, you know, we, we threw the ball more than they thought we could in the in the weather. And it was basically like an F you. You know, like, my quarterback can throw the ball in this weather and yours can't. And I think Tua is a fine quarterback, Brian. But the question is that these are teams that have to make these tough decisions, right? Is like, if you don't have home field advantage in the AFC playoffs moving forward, is he your guy? Because think about this. You have, just for the next 10 years, you have to play playoff games in Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Houston's a dome. You have one one indoor place, Brian. But like right now, if you look at at where you would potentially have to play playoff games, it's all outside. It's all in bad weather. This is the only thing. The reason I think home field matters it doesn't matter for the crowd. No, it matters for this, right? The weather and 
If you're a Dolphins fan right now, if you're the front office in Miami, you're going to sign Tua. You should sign Tua. But how do you make your team capable of playing in a game like like last night? Because they did not look ready to play in this game. I mean, with Daniel at halftime, they talked to him in the tunnel. He looked like he couldn't even talk. He was, like, so cold. Andy Reid's got his frozen mustache, like, having the best time of his life out there. So that, to me, is the biggest issue after this game is, like, for if you're a Dolphins fan. is like, what do you – how do you make your team ready to play this type of game? How difficult was that to to watch, Brian? Was that a tough game for you to watch? You know, you guys, uh, I can picture both of you guys in both of your houses watching the games. <laughs> one rooting for Kansas, one's team's KC, one yeah. team's Miami. But uh, was it a it was it a tough night to to watch the game? Uh, unfortunately for for me, football wise, I watched um, only a little bit in the sports book. I was over at the Westgate, and um, last night I actually. Got to do uh, something that's really cool. I went to uh, went to go. Your, your parents would know these guys. So uh, Tony Orlando and and uh, Frankie Valley. I was I was uh, went went to a show last night. What do you back. think? You're Frankie Valley or some you know, big shot? It's amazing. It's amazing. So I get to see him. I get to see him backstage. I never met Frankie Valley. That's exactly what I told him. I I, told, I quoted that line yeah. from Sopranos. You know, he was no, he, um, not, no, no, that, from Goodfellas. Yeah. He was also in Sopranos. People don't realize that he was in Sopranos. Uh, he got whacked in Sopranos. But um, yeah, no, le- legendary guy, eighty nine years old, still up there on stage singing with the boys. But I, I said to him, "What do you think, you're Frankie Valley or some kind of big shot?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a really fun night, and those. Uh, those guys were – imagine now backstage with Frankie Valley and the great Tony Orlando, and I'm talking about NFL with those guys. So uh, everyone loves the NFL. But, yeah, it was, it was a really good night for me. And uh, But I didn't get to watch a lot of the Kansas City game, only on my, my phone peeking at the scores once in a while. And, you know, very rare that I was so big on a side. I was – every show I did last week, I said, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid how much I like Kansas City this week. I usually don't do NFL sides, so – uh, that was a big. It was a big game for me. It was a great day for me, actually. But both games were good. But that was a. Uh, it, it's kind of what I expected. But yet the line makers they pushed the game. The game opened at three, um, went to four, four and a half, five, even pushed five and a half last night. And uh, they were just begging for money on the other side. I, I'll be interested when Christian comes on to see how how they did last night to see if they got any two way action on the, on that game. I would think that the books probably uh, probably got hurt by that game yeah well it's funny i can picture you crack and jeff watching the game similarly right where jeff's happy about the chiefs winning you with your bet you're happy about the chiefs winning and i'm sitting there just like can we convert on a third down just once (laughs) and and sometimes like you said jeff it was a screen pass where early in the game it's second in inches this was a microcosm of the performance of the dolphins second in inches to a misfires on a screen pass like he was throwing a 100 pound boulder that was the rock of a football and doesn't even get to his running back then there is a they convert they get the first down up hold on penalty they're lined up incorrectly so it's third and five and then he throws an interception it went from second and inches to a pick And, and this is why the bears are dumb Okay, if the Dolphins had the number one overall pick, it's a no-brainer they would go with Caleb Williams. And Tua has been better than Justin Fields. Yeah. And the Bears are like, I don't know. We might trade it and build around Fields. You guys are morons if you're even considering that. 
as I said at the top, it's not about two is a good enough quarterback to win the AFC East, right? Like we, he didn't do it this year, but I think you know he can't he can do it. But the question becomes, you you need something more, right? Like you need if you're a Dolphins fan, you want to you know to strike while iron's hot. You want to be able to take this team. It's going to change because. Of of now you have to pay Tua, man. Like you got to pay him or not. When you pay yeah. Tua, the rest of the roster ain't as good. Your left tackle, man. He I don't know how much longer he's going to play. You know, like you, you have these these cornerstone players. Jalen Ramsey's getting older now. You have two pass rushers off bad injuries coming back next year. They're probably the first half of the season not going to be the same type of players. And again, you, you have these quarterbacks in, in in the AFC. The AFC is so loaded. I mean, Stroud yesterday. Wow. announced himself as like, I'm here. I'm now one of the quarterbacks in the AFC conference you have to deal with. So if you're the Dolphins, um, you got to pay Tua. You don't have a choice. And I feel more comfortable with that than like the Giants playing Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? Sure. But, the, but now you have, to, you have to find a way to build around him, right? Mm. He's not the only quarterback that hasn't had a strong arm to make a deep postseason run. So how do you build your team to... You know, to to kind of again go to Kansas City and win that game. The offense was healthy last night, scored seven points, and and that was by the way the, the seven points was on a was on a, a seven yard underthrow that you know that Snead or, or McDuffie like lost you know lost uh, lost track of that ball. So how do you get yourself in a situation where you play like you trust your quarterback? You call plays, I should say, like you trust your quarterback. And you get to a spot where you feel comfortable winning in a game like this. Tua has played in big games where I don't think he can't play in big games. But when it's not ideal conditions, is he good enough to win you games? So, Brian, I don't think you go anywhere else. I think you just have to build around him a better offensive line, a better pass rush. Now, obviously, again, the pass rush was decimated last night. And you just build these pieces around him and hope you sort of catch a season where you don't have to go play when it's negative 30 somewhere. Yeah, it's tough. That's the spot that you're in, and I get that you don't want to do it. You're going to be reluctant. It's it's almost like getting married, and you're like, uh, I don't have any better options right now, right? Like that's what it feels like for the Dolphins. Yeah. And meanwhile, the Texans they beat down the Browns by 31 points. Yeah. The craziest thing is, the Browns were leading 14 to 10. Yeah. And that's when the Brevin Jordan 76 yard touchdown. That was crazy. A little flip out to the tight end. He takes it to the house. The Texans scored 35 unanswered points. And Joe Flacco, yeah. listen, man, to come off the couch and have four straight games with 300-plus yards, it was, it was pretty wild. But they're only down by 10 points. Yeah. It's first down. And he just sort of like blindly ah, throws it up for grabs. It's the easiest pick the Texans will ever have in their lives. And they bring it back for a touchdown, two pick sixes. For Joe Flacco, th- that was a complete meltdown by the Browns. But C.J. Stroud, wow, he just continues a, a magical rookie season. He's been sensational. This, this, this game, this, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Jeff. Saying, this game is one where I can't wait for North Carolina to have legal sports wagering. And they said after the Super Bowl, it's happening because I liked Houston special teams. I, I like Houston defense or special teams touchdown in this game a lot because Joe Flacco turns the ball over a ton. I was in New York City on Wednesday and Thursday. It was not up yet. It wasn't, it wasn't up on the apps. It just wasn't up yet. And I came home and the offshores don't have it, crack. Wow. I would have, that was like, it was a wager. It was like plus 800, yeah. man, for a guy who, who's, all <laughs> oh, he does throw interceptions. Oh, it was frustrating. I could have made some money, some oh, more money man. last night. Let me ask you guys something. The last touch on Miami for me, because uh, like, I, like I said, I was at a show. When, when the score's 10 7, 
It was 10 nothing, then 10-7. I see it on my phone. Did you guys both think, uh-oh, we got a game here? Yeah. Is that, is that Was it going back and forth like that? You felt no, it was going to? No, it was the Chiefs were basically dominating, and then the, they, then Tyreek Hill hit the long touchdown. I was yep. thought to myself, oh, okay, well, Dolphins yeah. showed some light. Like, that's what the Chiefs were worried about, Tyreek Hill getting open, essentially. Um, I think the Chiefs were going to lose this game. I didn't know if they'd cover, but once they, the first two drives, they control the line of scrimmage pretty well. And again, the Dolphins are without their top five pass rushers. <laughs> so right. just like, and I saw that the Chiefs were just winning the line of scrimmage track, and it was easy on both sides of the ball. And did and the weather was, did the weather affect Miami like they like you know right. when you get when, when you get that cold, you, you think it would affect both sides well, no matter what? Okay, so I would say that Tua's Tua's balls were not as crisp because of the, the weather. <laughs> the Dolphins just looked cold. I, I, you need to go find Mike McDaniel talking. After halftime in the tunnel to to Kaylee, what's her last? I forget her last name. And, oh, hard um, tongue, yeah, hard yeah. tongue, yeah. And like he couldn't even talk; he was like so cold <laughs> and miserable. Meanwhile, Andy Reid, no face covering, his mustache froze. Wow. In the, like, his, no yeah. cares in the world. Mahomes, no sleeves. Like Kelsey, no sleeves. You know, it's just they're used to playing in the cold weather, and it's about. It's not even about the the actual game because when you're playing in that weather, you're warm. When you're physically playing in that game, you're warm. It's the other part. It's a warm up. When you go outside to warm up, you're like, oh man, oh, you know. And then one thing that pe- people do from warm weather cities that go to cold weather games, they warm up with like no shirt on. Like Tyreek Hill had no shirt. He had a t shirt on, and I never understood this because you're now. Your body's now spending energy to stay warm before the game. Just mm-hmm. put a freaking sweatshirt on. Like, be as warm as possible. What is it? You, you, you don't get used to the cold. You go back inside for 30 minutes. You get to warm back up. So they, they try to be macho and tough in it, and, and the Chiefs are used to it. They just come out, played their game. Uh, again, Mahomes' arm strength. This is why, you know, having Josh Allen and Mahomes and a big bend for so many years in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady had an underrated arm strength. You cut through that wind, right? I mean, they came out and threw the ball the first three plays. Like it was, they just said, we're going to run our, we're going to run our, our offense. And Rasheed Rice looked good. I mean, it looked like a, a, a Chiefs team that, if they can just get a little bit better on offense, like they have none of those dumb mistakes, they might be playing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> They've got a real crack. defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a matter of the offense. Can they just not have the dumb penalty like they took away a touchdown? I mean, they, they kicked they four yeah. field goals, Brian. Four red zone field goals, I think it was. And how bad was that for anybody who had Mahomes over a touchdown and a half? Yeah. He threw the, the second back, yeah. touchdown, and it was a block in the back that didn't need to take place at all. Like, there was no way the defender was making that tackle. And he still got hit from behind, yeah. and it was a penalty, and it took that passing touchdown from Mahomes away. I literally, I, I looked at the box score after the game, and I'm like, Mahomes, one touchdown? What, what? That's some sort of mistake. And then I did the math, and I'm like, oh, gosh. Anybody who bet that is not happy about that block in the back. But listen, man, sloppy on both sides. The Chiefs, like Chris Sims said it at halftime, the Chiefs should have had 27 points oh, yeah. at the half. Yes. And they left a lot of points on the field. You can't do that. I have visions of Nick Saban. Remember when Nick Saban in Alabama would win by 27 points and he'd be ticked off after the game because he knows that type of performance isn't going to be good enough against the better teams. And yeah. so that's the case with KC. They're going to have to correct a lot of those things if they want to take down Baltimore yeah. or Buffalo, whoever yeah. they face next. As a Chiefs fan, it is interesting heading into this postseason where I don't have much expectations. Like I, I don't... 
I just don't because the offense has yet to show that ability to not make mistakes. Um, but I think if you're looking at the positives, you're saying like, look, it's one, you know, one block in the back away, you know, from this game being what, 37, 30 to seven. Um, or, you know, Kelsey dropped some, un- he dropped three passes yeah, tonight. Like this stuff yeah. that he, he hadn't done all season. Um, or Hardman. Remember, he was wide open and Mahomes dude, missed him. Maybe that was Hardman a weather over, thing. I had Hardman over 12 and a half receiving yards. And ah, like, that, the guy, just like, look for the ball, buddy. Um, <laughs> that would have hit in one pass crack. Um, I was surprised here in Vegas. I actually found up to 12. 12 to 1 before this game. 12 to 1, the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I was, you know, it's something you wouldn't think you'd find. Did you take uh, it? Yeah, they have, they have two way markets here. So, so uh, you know, it, it's uh, a line I just didn't think. It just didn't sound right. If they get by this, you know, uh, Dolphin squad, which they're supposed to, I just thought that that was a really good odds here in Vegas. Of course, looking back at it now, uh, you know, of, of course, I'm a Sunday morning quarterback here. But. Uh, I, I was surprised a book would look for uh, that that type of odds. But yes and no on that type. You would think there'd be more Kansas City love here uh, in, in the odds markets for the uh, for the Chiefs. So we'll Wait, see what happens. The, Big game coming. You get two way markets on those. They don't, they don't, they don't yeah, one way. It's a lot of books have yeah. two way yes and no's. You know, Ooh. it's funny. Why 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 you're reminding me about two way markets now? There's some really good – if you see two-way markets at your sports books, which, by the way, a lot of them for the Super Bowl, you know, a lot of them, including BetMGM, will have the two-way markets on, yes, no, will each player get a touchdown? Oh, and, that's nice. Uh, and oh, you yeah. have to bet the no on a yes. lot of them because there's only yes. so many touchdowns. It's a really good bet. You have to have the stones, though, to lay 8-1, to 12-1, to and you have Ooh. to have the bankroll to lay that. It, it, listen, it's real simple. The books put that up there for the – yes for the customers they love to bet yes touchdown really no one bets the no but yes that but the right side of the bet is to bet the no so keep that in mind for when you see these two-way markets on will such and such score a touchdown would you bet the brian no the brian crack no. that is the question yeah. is <laughs> you, okay you would lay you would lay like 12 to 1 on that lay, lay it all, all, all lay it. <laughs> fade fade the brian though hey bet mgm has all the action for every sports fan whether you love to wager on game-winning touchdowns home runs buzzer beaters or overtime goals there's never been a better time to sign up place your first bet mgm sportsbook wager through the bet mgm app of at least five dollars and you'll receive 158 dollars instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, we're off and running. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, Christian Cipollini. Our guy from BetMGM, he'll let you know where the sharp money is today and tomorrow. we got double headers both days. Christian will stop by coming up. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Earn a $100 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. In just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. BetMGM is offering some of the best odds in the market on touchdown props. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the king of parlays. All right, let's do this. 
Follow the money. Real good money. Like to welcome in Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager. You know, it's funny, Christian. I, I read a quote this morning from you, and you said that the sports book they'll be cheering for the underdogs over Wild Card Weekend, and then it says specifically one or two dogs covering would be a good outcome for BetMGM. A Packers, Steelers, or Texans win would be ideal. And poof, you've got the Texans win. Uh, which would you like most on your wish list here with the four games remaining? What would it be? Yeah, that Texans one was great for us. We were getting about two and a half on the, or sorry about yeah two and a half to one bets on Browns over Texans. We're getting way more Brown play, so that that was a, a nice start to it for us uh, today, or at least for the rest of the weekend. I would say uh, the Packers is probably one that we want the most uh, at this point to come on and at least cover uh, outright win would be even better. Yeah, I was going to say I, I would imagine there's quite a few. Uh, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, Parlays, Cowboys, Teasers. I, I feel like those are what everyone's going to play this weekend. How many, how many like Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, Parlays we see in? Yeah, I think that that's the one thing that the move uh, isn't going to do us favors on where I think we, we into this point, we've actually seen more Steelers money over Bills. Um, but that is definitely going to change, especially in the, tomorrow. And I think that's really what people are going to start moving on to now is uh, adding the Bills in with the Packers. And then if they had the Chiefs last night, they're uh, looking good at this point. Christian, uh, every week it seems like on Sunday, by the time the game gets here, the, whoever the Texans are playing, the Texans take a lot of money on Sunday. They, they love betting on the kid, the quarterback, who, who really proved that he's more like a veteran than a rookie yesterday. Um, I'm surprised you guys needed that kind of outcome. Uh, wasn't, was there not this was like the first week that it really they didn't see any money for you guys, didn't see any money for the Texans? So you, in, in the end, you actually uh, needed the Texans. Un- unusual. Is that what happened yesterday, though? What, what, did it actually surprise you, too, that, that, uh, that you guys were need, needed them to the, to, to the extent that you needed them? Yeah, it was probably two things there. For one, uh, you know, we have a sportsbook in Ohio. So we got a lot of hometown Browns fans betting on their home team. Uh, we don't have a sportsbook in Texas, so that that does tend to play a factor. But to your point there, where Texas, uh, the Texans, we have been getting bets on most of the season. On the flip side, so we uh, on the Browns too. The Browns became kind of our uh, underdog darling, especially on the futures market. We suddenly became uh, they became one of our biggest liability teams, the Browns. So uh, it was the two teams playing that uh, were kind of the two darlings that people like to bet on throughout this season. So I think that's kind of how it happened. What would you say, Christian, as far as a team that seems to be drawing the most sharp money of the four games remaining? Is there one that stands out to you? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it came in that this Buffalo Bills move. I would say uh, there's a lot more um, – sharper action, I guess, on the on the Rams side, um, where I know we're going to end up getting a lot of public money on that Lions side with uh, our presence in Michigan, too. That that line feels fishy to me for some reason. I, I mean, it, it, it feels like it should be more, but but it obviously it's... Is that is that just because Sharps keep pounding the Rams at this point? I mean, I, I feel like the Rams are sort of everyone's darling, just like I thought the Browns were everyone's like, oh, watch out for the Browns, and they lost by 30 yesterday. I, I don't know what to make of this this Lions-Rams game. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's kind of it. At this point, we're, 
just a little bit more money on the Lions. I think when it comes, when we get closer to game day, that's where we're going to get a ton of public uh, Lions money. But, yeah, anytime we kind of try to float uh, a little bit towards Detroit, we kind of get uh, some information that tells us go right back. BetMGM was one of the sports books that uh, the the bets were action on the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, it, it, did you guys now, now that you guys are, have the, the game has been moved to Monday? Do you think now you'll actually get more money on this game because it's like a, a Monday football game, or, or or would you rather have it in the Sunday spot? That Sunday one o'clock spot is probably a little bit better. Um, just going at that triple header probably would have taken a little bit more. Also, I think it's going to end up being a little bit worse for us uh, just in in terms of money line parlays now. I think more people are going to be on the bills. Uh, Although it's probably going to balance our book out a bit, you know, which normally we don't we don't try to do, but uh, we were taking a lot of Steelers money in that snow, you know, with the ten and a half points. Um, So I think we're going to end up taking more bills money when it once we get the game time. Cool. Christian, man, always great to catch up with you. Hope you enjoy the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend, man. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. There he is, Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager. Okay, um, man, we got to talk about that coming up next, this uh, rescheduled Steelers-Bills money. And crack you threw it out there where some of the bets – our final. <laughs> this, yeah. So we got to compare notes on that one. First, though, Isaac Lowenkron from heavy hitter to heavy hitter, from Cipollini to Lowenkron. Ilo's got the latest here. Good morning, fellas. We will start with NFL media reporting that Detroit Lions rookie Pro Bowl tight end Sam Laporta, who's dealing with a bone bruise and hyperextended knee, is trending in the right direction to play tonight against the Los Angeles Rams and intends to be out there. Kickoff at 8.15 Eastern. Up first at 4.30 Eastern, the two-seed Dallas Cowboys hosting the seven-seed Green Bay Packers. On Saturday night in the fourth coldest game in NFL history, the Kansas City Chiefs put the Miami Dolphins on ice 26-7, holding Miami to 1-for-12 on third downs. Miami's Tyreek Hill had a 53-yard touchdown reception in the second quarter. Aside from that, four receptions for just nine yards. Earlier Saturday, the Houston Texans pounded and pummeled the Cleveland Browns 45-14. The Texans with two pick sixes off of Cleveland quarterback Joe Flacco in the third quarter. Houston rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud completed 16 of 21 for 274. Three touchdown passes, no interceptions. Finally, as you guys alluded to, the Steelers' Bills matchup postponed, of course, from today to tomorrow. People out there might be wondering how things are right now in Buffalo on the day that the game was originally scheduled for. Well, here is audio from a video posted a short time ago by Erie County Executive Mark Polencars from Cheektowaga, New York, just a few miles north of where the Bills play in Orchard Park. It's rough. Uh, it's pretty bad out here. You can't really see more than in front of your car. <laughs> and suddenly the room I'm in just started feeling warmer and toastier. Back to you guys. What was that town called again? Cheektowaga. Cheektowaga. It sounds like you'd have some heavy wind over there in Cheektowaga. <laughs> 
Man, holy cow. It depends on what you ate the <laughs> night before. Uh, I wasn't going for that, Ilo, but uh, yeah, that too, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you miss anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And also be sure to follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Okay, so Steelers, Bills, rescheduled. You just heard the uh, wind over there in Cheektowaga. Oh, it's still crazy. Uh, Would have been better if you were an underbetter for the game to be played today, but it gets rescheduled. Uh I talked about it yesterday during, during Countdown to Kickoff where I'm like, it was actually in a break, and I said to Bo Benson, our trusted producer, I'm like, what would it take for the NFL to reschedule a game? And it was basically like a sign of the apocalypse, you know, for them to reschedule a game. I get the safety in terms of people getting to the game safely and roads being closed. I get all of that. But I just thought it's going to take sh- – pretty close to an act of God for this game to be moved. And so I'm like, give me Josh Allen under 201 and a half. And then the next thing you know, the game has been rescheduled. The odds are completely different, but these yeah. bets stay locked in. Mm. It, it's wild. Like It's the house's advantage. And uh, it, it's rough when the day of the game moves, when the lines move dramatically. But those bets stay locked in at most shops. Yeah, so look, obviously... The reason why this game got called off is because the city is shut down. It's nothing to do with they can't play in this weather or they can't. It's that the roads are closed. So there's, it's not a football reason, which is funny because, you know, Buffalo very famously is building a stadium without a dome, a new stadium with no dome. Um, but it's just that they shut down the city. So the resources aren't there to clean. I saw the video this morning. They're trying to clear the parking lots of just snow for, for tomorrow, obviously. Um, this does actually put a complication in their NFL scheduling for next week. Um, you can't play on six days of rest for divisional round, I don't believe. Um, so, no, no, you... It was a, yeah, six days is okay. That, that's the minimum. So, like, the idea is, like, do they, are they going to have to move a game, like, from Saturday to Sunday? Right. Basically, yes. That's what you, you need at least six days of rest. So, basically, I think you end up with one game Saturday and three on Sunday. Wow. Because Buffalo and Pittsburgh... That Ravens, Texans are going to play Saturday, obviously, and then the what do you do with the other AFC game has to be, uh, and the Eagles Bucks game has to be Sunday too. So basically, you're out of like you just kind of SOL with the schedule for that for next week, anyways. That's another side note. Hmm. Um, I'm under thirty six and a half, which I thought I sort of missed the best number. I did crack, but. It was like thirty two yesterday, <laughs> so I had a good number anyways, and now it's back to thirty six and a half. Yeah, it's kind of unfair. I, I, even even myself, uh, Sunday night when the game came up last week, <clears throat> uh, I, I found Jeez. some 41s out here Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. And it's funny, the one shop I bet, I bet the 41 with here in town, one of the ones that actually voided the bet. And uh, the shop back east, my buddy, I, I had my buddy bet something back east. I said, listen, it's 41 where you are. You should pound it. And he pounded it so much so 
that he actually got thrown out of the sports book. So wow. uh, his, his account was suspended, and, and he has to, after this Seriously? game's over. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I talked about it all week on media. Um, that, that, you know, but just because we have information. And based, by, by the way, any, any line maker could have had the same information by looking, uh, uh, you know, a, a week ahead at projected weather and just knowing what, it, what it's like in you know, mid-January in Buffalo. Didn't take uh, the amazing Kreskin c- to come up with this. You could have uh, come up with it on your own just doing some research. Unfortunately, this is what some of the sports books do. They, they, they penalize you the better. Uh, for for just betting and the yeah. line moving your way, so it it really upsets me that this happened to my to, to my my buddy who was at an account at this particular sports book uh, in, in Jersey for a couple of years, and and uh, he yeah, they 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 quickly limited his account to one hundred dollars, which is basically like being thrown out. Um, you know, it, we have to do the job for the bookmaker here, so it kind of it kind of bothers me that that happens. Uh, just another uh, long in the long list of bookmakers that Bill Krakenberg has been been uh, thrown out of, or had his friends thrown out of. So, but however, the book still has the rule where the the, the forty one carries over. So um, this particular book, so it's still pending. But the the you know the the really good line of plus ten yeah. even you can almost get now so so that that was a line so the, the, the game was down to nine nine and a half but there's still action on the game it's still a good bet of course with the current line being 37 and yeah. a half still a good bet under 41 but not as good as it was in this particular weather i still think listen you this, this these guys in buffalo i'm sorry i still think this is uh you know you guys are you have a stadium there like jeff said they're building a new one without a dome you have to prepare with the best uh you know, artillery available yeah. and, and mechanisms to be able to have a game in this kind of conditions. I know yesterday someone mentioned 10 different games that have been played in worse conditions and showed a video clip from each one of those games. Yeah, it, I think we got a little bit softer in, in life. It's uh, not here. about, but it's, it's not about the, the stadium. I, the, it's the about stadium. getting to the stadium. It's about getting to the that, stadium. That, that, I understand. So, sorry, I have a question for you, crack. Yeah. I have under 36 and a half. Yeah. I can get out of it for like 80% of the bet. Mm-hmm. Do I get out of it or do I stick with it? No, I, I wouldn't get out of it. Because now, now you're laying back 11, to, well, maybe more than 11 to 10 to get out of it because you, you'd have to buy the total. Um, it, so, just, so just hope it hits. <laughs> just yeah. write it out. You know, the, the, the 37 uh, is, the key, is a key number too. So I understand why you would want to do it, but I'm just not buying back and, and spending a dollar thirty on, on something. I think this game by tomorrow, it's still going to be. It's 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 24 hours later. It's, it's still, still cold, be freezing yeah. cold. And yeah. I think this actually gets more under action and it closes below the 37 and a half. So you, okay. maybe you'll have a chance to get off at, yeah. at 11 to 10. I I'm surprised that people thought Pittsburgh would keep this game close because of the weather. I I I mean. The reason they keep the game close is because Buffalo does Buffalo things. Mm-hmm. It's not because the, it's going to be cold out. I mean, Kenny P- Mason Rudolph is going to just blast the ball in the air in, a, in, in the temperatures they have, and they're going to run the ball all of a sudden like a, one of the best teams in the NFL. Like, what are we like, what are we doing? I'm saying, Brian, like I I never understand. I don't understand why now all of a sudden Buffalo is taking a bunch of money. The game doesn't change to me at all. Uh, the the matchups are still there. If you like Buffalo the first time, you should still like Buffalo now. If you like Pittsburgh, you should still like Pittsburgh. Moving the game to me doesn't make it like Buffalo's going to automatically cover this game now where they weren't going to do otherwise. I had this game like 24-10 mm. in the bad weather 
for Buffalo. I didn't bet Buffalo minus nine, but um, I have the under. Obviously, like, I don't. I don't get now. People saying, "Oh, it's it's Buffalo to cover now." It doesn't to me. It doesn't change very much. Yeah. No, I hear you on that, and I think just based on the weather, it favors Buffalo clearly. Like, look at the two quarterbacks. Yeah. Josh Allen can cut through Correct. the weather. Uh, Mason Rudolph, eh, you know, like not as much. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Jeff, where I don't think it's a reason to back the Steelers is like, oh, the weather. and Like, if it was going to be just crazy, insane, okay, I know Najee Harris has done his thing the last couple of games. That's fine. But when it's not going to be that way as much tomorrow, that that absolutely favors Buffalo. Hey, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, uh, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No, Coming up next, ooh, the parlay platter. We each have one selection. We group everything together for a bigger payout. With so few games, like, is the parlay platter, are we going to be contradicting each other? <laughs> Am I going to have, uh, I don't know, the Cowboys and Jeff's going to have the Packers? I don't know. We'll have to work out the details. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points. They can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. And customers will have the chance to win a big game Las Vegas experience. Prizes include a three-night stay during Super Bowl weekend at a select MGM property, along with other prizes like entry to the Bet MGM party and food and beverage credits. All right, let's do this. Check this out. Parlay platter. Okay, we each have one selection. We pool everything together for a greater payout. Crack, we'll start with you, man. What are you thinking here? Yeah, we don't know what each each one of us are actually picking here, so I'm hoping I'm not stepping on toes. Uh, but I'm going to start out with uh, Tampa Bay plus three, uh, BetMGM plus three minus 15. I think that the wrong team, it might even be the favorite here. So uh, Tampa Bay getting some money the last couple days. I think the public finally uh, knows that this Philly team, like I said all year long, has been uh, one of the fraudulent teams. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure people were going to listen here with Tampa Bay. I'm on a big streak from yesterday and just the whole NFL season. Tampa Bay plus three, my portion. I will take Cowboys over 20 and a half points against the Packers today. Um, the Cowboys have not been as good at home on offense recently, but they're playing a Joe Barry defense that, that allowed 30 points to the Panthers. After the Panthers scored 30 points on the Packers, guys, they scored zero points the rest of the season okay, in two straight games. So give me the, the Packers defense kind of struggling a little bit. Cowboys offense at home, revitalized. It's 28.5 minus like 140 on, on BetMGM right now. Yep. Um, I got 29.5 earlier this week at, at a better price, but we're in a parlay, so I don't mind the, the minus 140 right now. So um, give me Cowboys over 20.5 points. It reminds me of, uh, you ever see the Price is Right, the range game? Oh, yes. Yeah. Where it's like ticking up. Like, think of that as a point total, and you have to stop it at the right time. Yes. How high do you think it could go, Jeff? How high I, do you think it realistically would, I would go? take. I would take anything up to over 30 and a half, I feel like. Yeah. 30 and a half is about right. That's, I think that's a, that's a good number. At 31, I, I mean, you push on 31, obviously. 
right? Anything over thirty-one, I think that's a lot. That's a lot of NFL points. Yeah. It is in the, in the, in the upper thirty, you know, in the thirty. So twenty-eight and a half. You know, you obviously, I need one field goal, and four touchdowns. They ain't, ain't a hard, comp- you know, ain't complicated. There, they have a really good kicker. Does Dallas? Yeah. Um, I think they're going to score a lot in this game. You know, Packers might match them a little bit. Um, I we'll talk about this more later. There's so many public things in this weekend that I agree with that I don't like a lot at all. So <laughs> it's not good. But give me Cowboys over here. Okay. I'm thinking along the same lines as you, Jeff. I've got the Cowboys minus seven. I'll yeah. lay it in this spot. I hope my guy Armin Sarian in Milwaukee is listening because his Packers are going to get smacked around today. Because listen to this. The Cowboys at home, we all know they're a much different team. They're undefeated. The last time they lost was in 2022 in week one against Tom Brady. It's been a long time. And they're also a team, they're a great, and I don't mean this as a diss, they're a great front-running team. When they have the lead, they can pin their ears back. Micah Parsons. You got a young guy in Jordan Love who's played very well this year, but a lot of young guys, inexperienced. Cowboys have to win this game with what has happened the last couple of years. I like the Cowboys. I'll lay the seven here. I think that's the right side. But again, like I, the, the books desperately need the Packers to win this game. Like, and that's what worries me about, like they need the Packers to get this done. They've ruined all the parlays and teasers. I know it. Sometimes they get what they want. All right, coming up next, it's the top storyline and possibly the top shootout as well. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Super Wild Card Weekend moves forward. And how about the nightcap, huh? Rams, Lions. You've got the uh, great quarterback story here where Jared Goff, he was the Rams quarterback. He gets traded. In comes Matthew Stafford. The Rams win it all. This is, listen, I just find this to be a, a really interesting angle here. And I don't know that I would apply it to, say, the betting market. I might, but just take it into account where, what is Jared Goff feeling heading into this game? I mean, really think about that. He's with the Rams for five years. They get to the Super Bowl. They lose the game. Shortly after that, he is traded for Matthew Stafford. Stafford goes there. They win the Super Bowl. Now Jared Goff is facing Stafford and his former team. That... If you've played sports on any level before and you've gotten to face your former team, anybody can tell you it it just gets you going that much more. And so for Goff, with as much as at stake for him, think about this contract extension that he's on the doorstep of earning. If this goes south, if he plays poorly in a loss today, that could take a hard left turn. There is a lot on the line for Jared Goff this evening, and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Against presumably a coaching staff and Sean McVay that knows his weaknesses, right? Um, obviously different offense than than when he played in, um, and you know they do different things than the Rams did when he was there. But you know Sean McVay knows his weaknesses, um, I would imagine. So that. That makes this game, I think, add another element to it. I think the storyline, you know, beyond the gambling is is pretty remarkable, right? You, the Lions team that has not hosted a home playoff game since 1993, right? That's the last time that they won the division. And by the way, it wasn't even the NFC North back then. It was NFC Central, I believe. Hmm. And in comes the best quarterback in franchise history <laughs> to to their field. 
your primetime Sunday night, they gave you the, I mean, I guess the second best slot, right? I would imagine that the best slot would goes to, um, you know, the Cowboys Packers game. That's traditional Sunday football, right? You get a night game. You get Stafford coming back against a really dangerous Rams team. And it, the storyline of this game is just remarkable. I saw a tweet today that said that the Lions and, and Rams both won the trade. No, the Rams won the trade. They they won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that, that's the, the winning the trade for the Lions is winning the Super Bowl. And you're right about golf, right? Because for the season, you can make a case, okay, you know, we just need that one more piece, and, that, and that's quarterback. And do we trade some assets to go get that guy? Is it a young draft pick? Is it, um, a, a, you know, do you go get yourself a, a quarterback that – you know, with, with some, uh, you know, like, hey, Cousins, you're free to come to the Lions. I mean, I feel like that's not much of an upgrade over golf, but, you know, an idea that Cousins will be, is, I don't believe, a free agent, right? Um, you know, is it, are you a Russell Wilson trade away from having that guy? I, I don't know if he's the guy either, but you have to make a lot of decisions after this game. I just think, like, crack, the number to me, it's been three all week, right? Three, three and a half all week. Yep. If this was like a week 16 game, is this five or six? Hmm. Well, you know, I think the the Rams are, uh, uh, you know, they, they've actually been playing better the second half of the season. And, oh, yeah. And, 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 football, they're, yeah. and, and they're actually, believe it or not, uh, they, they've actually got a lot of support in this game. Yes, it was three and a half for a while there, and it stayed there. And then uh, the Sharps and even the public uh, you know, took that uh, early in the week. But I think we're going to get more Detroit money as we approach game time. Now, and, um, you know, before I get on to I want to say something about Detroit. I want to finish something on the Buffalo game. So I thought the 10 was a, was a good spread, a good number for Pittsburgh to stay in the game because this was originally now, guys, when the game was scheduled for this morning, um, well, in the afternoon, uh, in Buffalo time. But because the wind, the wind gusts were so bad, forecasted to be so yes. bad, obviously, that I thought – that that you know that's going to be less throwing for Josh Allen also both quarterbacks but of course Josh even the, you know the great Josh Allen and that's why the ten was valuable now that the the wind forecast is you know twenty mile an hour winds instead of fifty mile an hour winds um, I think that's the reason why the Buffalo has been supported and, uh, and and probably as we speak here I'm, I'm looking at it's solid ten there's no nines yeah. nine and a halfs like there was when they canceled the game and moved it so that's the reason why i think pittsburgh was the better side now i really don't have a side in that game 10 points is a lot for a total of 37 uh 37 and a half it's a lot of points to give to give anybody but i am uh staying off that particular thing so that that's the one of the reasons i wanted to say that um i thought pittsburgh was a was a decent play with with a lot of points but uh, let's look, going on to this Rams Detroit game. I, I expect the Rams. I'm, I'm sorry. I expect Detroit to get a lot of public money, just like um, our, our guy from uh, Christians from BetMGM when he came on here and said it towards game time. Um, but you know, this is going to be a high scoring affair. It's the it's the highest point total of the weekend, of course, fifty two and a half. And if it lives up to that, I'm just hoping the Rams can live up to their end of that offensive sh- uh, you know, shootout and firepower as, uh, as Detroit. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, looking forward to it, man, for sure. And in a game like this, and I think you're right, Crack, I expect a lot of points in this one. But what could matter a ton is the kicking game. If you look at the Rams, 
They've missed 16 combined field goals and extra yeah. points this season. That's Jeez. insane. That's and insane. they just brought back Brett Maher. Remember him last season? Yeah. The Cowboys kicker who couldn't make an extra point. He's their guy right wow. now. So this is a tight game. Uh, I, I don't know. That could end up biting the Rams. But when you've got Sean McVay, who's 7-3 and three in playoff games, I know it's going to be a madhouse there in Detroit. They haven't played a, a home playoff game in forever. And they're looking to end a 32-year drought between postseason wins. They have one playoff win in the Super Bowl era, right? So there's a lot that can change for them just with one win against the Rams. And I want to see also how Sam Laporta looks. He's been a big key to their success. He played in Week 18, hyperextended knee, bone bruise. He's expected to go. He was at full go in practice earlier this week, but I want to see how effective he is. He's a big part of what they do. I took under three and a half receptions for Laporta. I, I, it's a, that's the thing, Kelsey. Remember, Kelsey missed a game with this injury in week one against the Lions. It is a hard injury, man. I, I don't. He gets hit one time in that knee. That, that's he's done for the game. You know, it's, it's not one of those where you just. So I, I think I put under is is I think it was thirty three and a half for yards. That can happen in one catch, you know, just gets lucky up the seam. I just took the under for receptions at three and a half, just playing an injury. I don't think that that's a low number too. You know, it would be six and a half, maybe, seven and a half if that was if he was healthy. I think they're telling you right there. I mean, again, one hit, one weird step, and that's it. He's he's out, which again, that's the hard part about um, any sort of injury, right? And so I, I think that's a good spot uh, to fade an injured football player. Um, we we will get to props. I actually have a prop in this game. I like an, a quarterback over in this game. Oh, yeah. Really? Believe it or not, which is like whew, a little tease right there. Maybe my first one of the season. You're looking um, at our guy Stafford so, potentially on that? Um, the Lions' pass defense is atrocious. Yeah. And this is, I think, why if, you, if you're looking at taking um, you know, the, 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 the Rams in this game, your idea is is looking right at that atrocious uh, pass defense for the Lions. I'll pull up the numbers right here. Um, it's uh, it's just not good. Like this is the, this is why the Lions I think are kind of a fugazi sort of playoff team. I mean, just there's no not they won the division, not Super Bowl contender. Average pass EPA allowed, right? So that means just um, you know uh, expected points added. Twenty eighth in the NFL um, for the Lions. Like it's it just the Lions. It's just not. It's not good enough on defense. Um, you can't be the 28th pass defense essentially in the NFL and expect to win a Super Bowl or even kind of get close against a Rams team that um, you know is one of the better in the National Football League at passing the football. So that to me is, I think, the concern for a Lions fan in this game is how do you stop the Rams offense? How do you how, how do you stop them from you know if you're even up in the game from a, a comeback by the Lions, excuse me, by the Rams at some point? So. I think Matt, Matt Stafford has a, a really big game inside, good conditions, um, shut down Hutchinson, not much of a pass rush outside of that, and the Lions pass defense just just not very good. A full two seasons here doing the show with, you know, with, with you guys, and here we are. Take a nice born and bred, beautiful Jeff Schwartz, California living, uh, and here I – look what I did to this poor kid. I, he, he's saying for Gazy, forget about it now. I, mean, I feel. Oh yeah. I said, Look at this. This guy. He must call yeah. his parents. How you doing, mom and dad? Hey, what's going <laughs> on out there? Um, <laughs> I had some meatballs last yeah, night. Yeah. What's hey. going? How you doing? Uh, I mean, the the Lions are twenty third in sacks. 
uh, 27 pass yards allowed. Um, you know, they're McVay is four and one as a head coach against Aaron Glenn coach teams, including the playoffs. See, that, that's their yeah. DC. They average 28.4 points per game in those five games. Um, they just dominate this defense, man. What, so um, let me ask you, Jeff, because based on your breakdown right there, it seems like you're leaning pretty heavily on the Rams. So what's yeah. stopping you from feeling icky about going Rams here? Everyone else is on the Rams? Yeah. Like okay, so yesterday, look, Houston. I I, I thought Houston was going to win that game. Like I took the I took Houston plus two. So maybe I didn't know what side that's public or not. But last night, I mean, you're you're into today, and sports books need the Cowboys to, to lose outright, right? Because everyone's teaser has the Cowboys minus one or some money line parlay has the Cowboys in it, and you know I I just something's going to be weird today. You know, like something's going to happen where the sports books win because they always do. Oh yeah, is, 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 sure. Right? It's like so. So what is it? So <laughs> the Cowboys losing is the number. I might take Packers money line just for that reason. I haven't done it yet, but the Cowboys losing outright would make the books all the money to build those towers that 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 you know that they need, and then they keep the, and they keep building. Um, so I just Rams feels too easy. It feels like oh Rams plus three too easy like like the Bucks wager I'm with crack on that it's a very it's sharp in public I think both sides for the Bucks but the Eagles I think genuinely are not a good football team right now I can my football mind can wrap the head around okay Tampa plus three Tampa's not terribly good but the Eagles are dead they right. tr- guys they try to play hard in the first half against the Giants and we're down twenty four nothing they're not a good football team right right now they're not they might be eventually they might have been at this exact moment they're not good right now. And, you know, a, a good example, I think, of the books, like the books needed Michigan on Monday night, very heavy. I guess what Michigan did, hmm. just kicked, a, kicked Washington's butt. All those Washington futures, all those money lines, Washington money line stuff, just poof, up in, this, up in the wind. And some, something weird is going to happen in these next four games. I don't think it's Pittsburgh beating Buffalo. Um, it's the Packers beating the yep. Cowboys or like, or the books taking a bath with his Rams game. Everyone's on the Rams and the Lions end up winning by seven. That That's my concern. Maybe I'm too jaded crack over the years of doing this. No, you're, um, you're right too about, about, especially Monday. You're right. Here in town, I talked to some of the bookmakers. They they did not want Washington to win that game outright. That would have been the worst uh, outcome for them. So you're, you're right. And as we say, God just simply protects yeah. the bookmakers. I know so, it's gross, right? You're right. Gross, Something crack. does smell this weekend. Something here. What is it? Is gonna, it it's it, Packers, it could, right? It's Packers I, winning. Out of all four games, even though there's other games easier spots, two and a half and three, I would say this may be it. You, you, you hey, could be right. Yeah. Is it possible? And I'm not predicting this, but is the crazy twist the Eagles coming back from the dead and winning? I mean, they're, they're the oh, favorite, oh. though. I, mean, I know, if, but if, if in they terms won of the by money, 20, yeah, if they won by twenty, no one would say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I, it's definitely the Cowboys or the Bills losing. Which again, yeah. I think they both win. So like, I'm not like, but I, I, I've, I've thought about a Packers money line sprinkle just to basically as a fade against everyone who has a, the Cowboys yeah. in their parlays and teasers today. I, I didn't do the Cowboys any anything, so I have their team total over. It's um, the uh, it's the it's the skyscraper and pyramid angle. Right? Yeah. That's what you think, right? Yeah. It's, it's we'll see. Vegas you know, somehow I, comes through. Yeah. yeah. Sure. One of the major line moves, guys, since we've been on air, happened in the last 10 minutes. Just the game we're talking about. The Detroit Rams over now, going to 53 everywhere. Uh, just lots of, lots of public money coming in on the, on the over here. Crack, uh, do you know what's that first half total? Yeah. 
First half I'm looking at right now looks like 26. Bet MGM also 26, uh, going to 26 and a half even. Uh, yeah, so so which game? Uh, the the Rams game. Uh, I, Lots of points. I I, I don't yeah. know. I I, I kind of. I just saw a um a tweet from John Ewing at Bet MGM. Ninety-nine percent of money is on Demarcus Robinson over forty-two and a half receiving yards. <laughs> it's, for the it's such for, a for random bet, angle, at, yeah. At, at Bet MGM, ninety-nine percent at Bet MGM. Wow, over forty-two. He's been over forty-two point five the last five games. But I guess if I'm taking Stafford's over, which will I will take when we get to the prop segment, are you also taking? You got to think he's throwing the ball to everybody, right? Yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, Coop and Nakua. Cup and Nakua is a pretty good place to start. Yeah, yeah, Demarcus Robinson gets a lot. Yeah, he gets a lot of action too as a number three guy. So uh, yeah, I, I could see Stafford slinging it all over the place. The question to me is, how effective is Kyron Williams, who's had a very good season yeah. for them? He's a big part of what they do, and if he's humming along, they're going to keep feeding him. Sean McVay is not like, we just got to keep airing it out. He's like, if the running game's working, screw it. Let's just run Let's run the run the rock, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious how effective he is. Hey, from live betting to player props, BetMGM has a variety of betting options at your fingertips. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you will receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, this is a great betting question. And also, uh, what's your hunch at uh, where the GOAT will end up? All that coming up your way. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. For example, if you're in the DMV area, no need to worry about making separate accounts for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. When crossing state borders, simply just log into your existing account instead of creating a new one. And be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Okay, so I ran across this uh, little betting scenario. I'm curious what you guys would okay. do. Okay, this is an actual story. There is a better that back in May of last year placed a $5 five-leg parlay. This is all on NFL player awards. Okay. Who's going to win MVP? Who's going to be Offensive Rookie of the Year? All that type of stuff. Potential payout on a $5 bet over $680,000. And so there's this uh, ticket. Uh, there, are, there's a site called Wait, Wager Wire, where okay. you can you can sell a live yeah. ticket. Yeah, right? like a prop swap. Yeah, yep. yeah. So the better he could sell it at least at one point for two hundred twenty thousand dollars. So okay. think about this: it's a five dollar bet. You can just say, "All right, I'll take two hundred twenty k," or you could let it ride. For 680K, what would you do? Now, this is important. These are the five wagers. So if he let it ride, these all would have to hit. Lamar for MVP. That's done. Check. Check. C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Check. Check. Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's going to beat Tua for that. Tyreek. I mean, Tyreek, yes. Uh, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. And maybe you get a TJ Watt. Maybe you get a Micah Parsons. Garrett has like one sack in his last like six games, doesn't he? Like yes. a, this is a shoulder injury. Okay. It's a little or, dicey. Last one is Jalen Carter, defensive rookie of the year. I would sell that ticket for two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Definitely. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not a sure. It's not a surefire that the ones we talked about win at the end. Um, Jalen Carter's fallen off. I, I don't know if the Browns, uh, the Rams, Turner, Turner kid's going to win the award, but like those are not sure fires. If you can make. $200,000 on a $5 ticket? Yes. Yeah. There was a story that came out, too, where someone sold their Brock Purdy MVP ticket the game before that was they great. lost to, um, who yeah. did they lose to? The Ravens. Uh, the Ravens. And he made, like, he made like 100 grand on a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the ticket immediately meant with value just shredded the paper. I'd sell that ticket immediately, crack, for $200,000. Yeah, you know, amazingly, I, I actually was talking to the owners of WagerWire on Friday. So... You know, I, I just don't – maybe, Brian, you can explain this one to me. So, in other words, who offered him that dollar amount, that, that particular amount? Is that a buyout or, or who, like, who actually offered him that? Yeah. Someone else that came in, Joe, uh, someone, just a Joe Public guy came in and, yeah. and offered him that? Just another buyer. 
So yeah. he's like, you would post this on the site, yeah, and it's it's almost like the eBay of sports betting, <laughs> like yeah, people, and, yeah. And you yeah. know, I'm not one that listen. Uh, 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 the sports books that offer buyouts, uh, what's that called, guys, when you can cash out? Like a cash out? Cash yeah. out. A cash out option. Yeah. I, I never do that. It's not something that Bill Krakenberger does. <laughs> uh, obviously, that means that it's a really good opportunity uh, for me to win something when they're offering me more money than I put up, more money than I would you know, uh, win for the, for the cash out. But this particular situation, when you have to take five little grocery dollars mm-hmm. and you can make, uh, you know, life changing money, yeah, is is that's you got to buy that out. Especially you guys know those those particular last two awards a little more than me, yeah. And uh, it sounds like they're not locks. So, um, you know, you know, that yet uh, we do know that they are great players, and they probably yeah. the, the ticket probably will win, but. I don't. I think you take the money there and take the cash out for sure. And I'm yeah. and I'm not one that takes cash outs. Trust me. It's usually a sucker bet taking the buyouts. I have, it's got a great chance to hit, but that, when we're talking votes, it's tough enough to yeah. predict the outcome of games. Yeah. But to predict the outcome of votes, uh, that's a different ball game, right there. I think. I, like I have a Bills plus eighteen seventy five Super Bowl ticket. I bought yeah. like a month ago. Yep. And I could I could cash out now for like double what I paid for it, but I I think you just let like definitely, definitely win this game, not it's, worth it. No, not yet. But I think at some point maybe you know like you or just play it against some something else in a couple of weeks. You know, like play it against the Chiefs, right? Like I'd find a way to make. That's why the futures, man. If you could tie your money up in futures, you can make some. Good, I I used to be crack. I used to be how about this anti future. I was like I'm, oh, wow. I'm, I don't. Oh, wow. I don't. Well, here's why. I don't have the patience. I, like, yeah, I want my money sure. now. Right. And then well, instant and then, gratification. Yeah. And then <laughs> when I realized, like, when I got more into, you know, wagering, I realized, like, it's good to have some of these in your back pocket. You know, it's good to have yeah. a couple. I couple love wagers. I, so, I find some low hanging fruit. So, yeah. And, and plus, I've, I, you know, I, I calculate them up for, I did my running back thing. I, I calculated that up. I took every was it running like 12 back. 12 and could, 5 or something like that? I think that? it was 11 and, 11 and 5. I took every good. running back this season, crack. Under. I told you the start of the season that I could find every starting running back yep. under, and I made good money. I was, I was. It's like it's, just, the, it's not fun rooting for that. I understand people. And, don't and by the way, I had some go over to make money. Yeah. I had and I had Brian Robinson go over by like four yards on week oh. eighteen. Yeah. So I would have been <laughs> even better if that didn't happen. But yeah. um, the unders were for running back. So just being better with future wagers when the when the market is good has been very helpful for how I can you know play things. Um, you know, in the playoffs, I like season those win totals a lot, man. Season, oh, they're fun. Yeah, great they're fun. How about how they adjust throughout the season? Dude, oh God, uh, just tons of action. Dude, week eighteen last week in the final afternoon window was a very glorious day for my bank account. Really? Okay. I Arizona under win oh, season yeah. win total on, on the missed field goal. Bears under season win total. I hit like four running back unders in that oh, afternoon. Like Derrick Henry went under. I hit like I hit like four of them under. Barkley was under. Um, who else went under in that on the afternoon window? They all hit like all at once. Oh, wow. I, I, Jacobs under. He didn't play, but it, it cashed. Yeah. I had all these just like boom, 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 boom. Oh, it was. How close was, were they? How close was King Henry to going uh, over? Not. Oh, oh well. So it's funny. So 
I needed Henry to like not get 175 yards in the final yeah. game of the season. He had like 168. Oh, geez. so it was that was much closer wow. than I thought it would be. <laughs> but most were like I had Barkley under a thousand yards. That was got hit pretty easily. Um, Henry King Henry was close because he had like, what 150 something yards right against the yeah. Jacksonville in that yeah, uh, day, final man. game. So. Um, the only one that was actually super close was, was the Brian Robinson one. The unders cashed pretty easy or they went way over. It was like McCaffrey, you know, way over. Otherwise, it was mostly under easy, over easy. Nothing very close. That Brian Robinson went over by I think five, four or five yards. You know, I, I didn't think I was going to admit this, but I'm going to tell you guys, I, I made a mistake. I made a rookie error that both of you guys are going to say, well, no way, Crack, you did that. So I went and looked. I have a pile, and I mean a pile of futures that I bet unders on a lot of different guys like yeah. Jeff. And I went two weeks ago just to see where everyone was standing. So one of them um, was Harris and the Pittsburgh Steelers under season-long rushing yards. And, you know, he got like – 25, 50, 70. And the last two games, he needed 300 yards. Yeah, so I did something that's unbelievable. I put a W on the ticket and put it in that winning pile. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So then I went, and I never do stuff like that, but I was like, well, oh, two games, the guy hasn't had, like, yeah, like 100 yeah. yard game. He needs 300 yards in two games. I can't believe I lost by 10 yards. Yeah, I went back I, to look to yeah. me. The winning pile, I'm like, what? that can't be a loser. And yeah, I was like, I had to look at it twice. Yeah. Rookie era, never count your money until yep. yep. it's over. And that's that's something yep. I never would normally do. And uh, the guy somehow mir- miraculously got 300 yards in two games and to, to, to yep. have like a $5,000 swing for me to go the wrong way. So. Right. Last one, by the way, for me on that, on that Saturday. I had Geno Smith under passing yards and Tyler Lockett over for the season. They both hit. That's hard Lockett to do. Had, Lockett had, that, had the touchdown to end the, the last touchdown for the game for Seattle. Uh-huh. He went over with that touchdown. And then Geno Smith went under by about 100 <laughs> yards for a season win total. So wow, that's the crazy. Unders, the unders yeah. pay, man. I, oh, yeah. I had a I big bet, season. I took, I think, three passing overs. Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes, and Herbert. Obviously, Herbert didn't get it. Lawrence got it barely. Uh, and, the, and then Mahomes Mahomes was actually much closer than you think to getting it, even though he had, his rushing had a bad season. But the overs just don't pay, man. They, they, don't, they don't ever I'm, sh- I'm surprised you had overs on, on the court. Quarterbacks, you love betting unders. So uh, the season-long the season ones, though, you bet yeah, a few but, overs. But, but 4,000 yards is not a yeah. lot for like a right. good season. Like Trevor Lawrence was 4,000. He didn't have a good year, and he hit it. Mahomes right. was something like 4,200. I mean, that's not a – that's a – you know, that's a, like a – you know, these guys are getting forty eight hundred yards like with if they play all 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 their games. Yeah. So I, I didn't think that was a terrible number. Um the Herbert one was big. No, sorry. Mahomes was forty six fifty. So that's a big number. Herbert was forty four fifty. I took that over. I mean, I I, I don't know. I thought there I took Stafford over that hit. Um so yeah, it was good. It was good. But your unders, users. but more under. You bet more unders on props in general, season long props, and you've done. You did very well by the end. Oh, of the the, oh, the unders are great. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Built in value. Yep. You got to have kind of like you can't have the Tiger Woods fist pump when there's an injury. It's got to be sort of like a muted celebration. Yeah. But man, yeah, a little go- a little tiny a little golf clap. Yeah, there. they uh. help. There's no doubt. It's uh, the friend of the under season long prop better right there, yeah. you know. Think if Geno Smith was on the field against the Eagles instead of Drew Locke. Right? Oh, I know. Like, that, uh, yeah. well, you get one injury and you're basically, yeah. you, you hit yep. the wager, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Alright, we've got Isaac Lowenkron, actually the equivalent of a 5,000 yard passing season with, with each update. That is ILO. 
uh, here with the latest. What is going on, Mr. Lowenkron? What's going on is plenty of snow in Buffalo, and we have a lot of real-time reaction to that. But first, in the great indoors of Detroit tonight, it'll be the Lions hosting the Los Angeles Rams. And NFL media reported today that Lions rookie Pro Bowl tight end Sam Laporta, who is dealing with a bone bruise and hyperextended knee, is trending in the right direction to play tonight against the Rams and intends to be out there. Kickoff at 8.15 Eastern. Up first at 4.30 Eastern, the two-seed Dallas Cowboys will host the seven-seed Green Bay Packers. Also trending right now is the scene in Buffalo because the Bills-Steelers matchup originally scheduled for today at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, of course, moved to tomorrow due to a blizzard hitting the Buffalo area today. Bills offensive lineman Ryan Vandemark just shared a video on Instagram of fellow Bills offensive lineman Alec Anderson appearing to be helping a stranded motorist. Listen. Good Samaritan Alec helping the people. Helping the people. How about those offensive linemen there, Jeff? We're the best humans of all time, and we're the best looking too. I mean, it's both both happen at the same time. It's well, awesome. you're you're half right on that one. But it, here it is. <laughs> I love with a little shot. I like it. That's only because I'm not in the same room as Jeff. By the way. Yeah. So anyway, it, it's their day off. Games tomorrow. They don't have to play today. Apparently, we have Bills offensive linemen roaming the streets of Buffalo helping out stranded motorists. Bills tight end Quentin Morris just posted a video with the caption, and I quote, Respectfully, this ain't football weather. This is just a mess, unquote. And finally, Adam Campos of Buffalo's WKBW Television apparently drew the short end of the stick because he was assigned to report today from outside of Highmark Stadium. At one point, the blizzard was so thick he could not even see the stadium despite being right outside of it. Here's how it sounded just a short time ago. This is right outside of Highmark Stadium where the game was supposed to have been played today. And finally, guys, some people out there apparently not appreciative of Mr. Campos braving the elements to report from the scene there. When Campos posted that clip on social media, someone named Mike posted, and I quote, Looks like a normal middle of January day. Just admit game was canceled because the NFL wants to give the Bills a chance to win. Didn't we draft Allen for this reason with the high wins? Unquote. Gotta love social media, fellas. Back to you. Thank you, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Once a day, play BetMGM's free-to-play 8-bit Barry for a chance to win daily prizes. Play as Hall of Famer Barry Sanders and choose to spin stiff arm or juke your way to the end zone. To win prizes, if Barry scores a touchdown, you score a reward. All right, let's do this. Same game, parlays. All right, Crack, what are you thinking today, man? Well, you know what? I I built this one on the BetMGM app. And when you go to build it, I was pleasantly surprised that the three and a half came up on the Rams game. So uh, I'm going to take the three and a half on the Rams, plus, plus three and a half. 
Let's go with the under first half, and I toggled it up to 27 and a half, going against all the public money. So under first half, 27 and a half, and I'm going to go to the player stats. Reynolds under 34 and a half receiving yards, and the reason why, you know, Laporta's going to play tonight, and I think that number might even be inflated a little bit because of last week's game where they forced him to get the, you know, forced him the ball to give him the incentive that he had on his contract. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that one. Let's, let's, it's hard to build the one of these same-game parlays with only a couple games on the schedule. Rams plus 3.5, under 27.5 first half. Reynolds under 34.5 receiving yards. There it is. All right. I like that right there. Oh, I didn't tell you to pay out. Plus 340. So uh, that's almost 3.5 to 1 uh, payout. Sprinkle a little nugget on there, and uh, hopefully you can... You know, a little peanut bet, like I like yeah. to say. Peanut. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I like uh, you're going against the grain on the first half there, huh, Crack? Yeah, a little bit. I, I think, uh, listen, I want to be on the bookmaker's side. The bookmaker's going to want to uh, root for the unders in these two games today for sure. And uh, I, I went to the first half there. I could toggle it up to the key number at 27. So see what happens. Like it. All right, All right. there it is. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. You just heard him right there. Jeff Schwartz, the good-looking offensive lineman for eight years in the NFL, right? I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just what it is. It's my life. It's my burden I have to deal with, guys. <laughs> what do you got, a little blankie there, Jeff? It's cold in my house, man. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't got a little banky. Got a little blanky. Got, got, got a little blanky there. Oh, yeah. Keep my, my legs warm. All right. What, good. what is it over there, Jeff? I know. He's down in the <laughs> south. We're, like, freezing uh, up here, right? It's uh, <laughs> like a, 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 crisp, be, a crisp 63 or something. No, no. It's in the. It's probably feels like 30-ish right now. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, down there see. in the Carolinas. Feels, sorry. feels like 42. So 40, okay. You know. feels like 42. The heat, the heat. I don't think it's all upstairs. So I'm just oh. look. I'm suffering like the rest of you guys. Okay, I feel, I feel bad. I woke right. up this morning in the Midwest. It was minus 13. Oh my God! It's up oh. to minus eight right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a toasty minus eight. Yeah, yeah wow. that's right. Uh, all right, coming up next. This is where we bond. Prop it up. Many, many different prop betting options. We'll go over a few of. Our choices right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's teasers, the Daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5.00. And you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, let's do this. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Okay, Crack, we'll start with you, man. I know this is where you shine. What are you thinking? Yeah, like I told you guys for the uh, SGP there, at Lions, Reynolds, under 30 and a half receiving yards. Uh, listen, Laporta's going to play. Like I said, last week was they're, – they're probably basing this number off last week. But like I said, he, he was – he was going for an incentive to uh, for, on on you know to make some money, but I, I like his under. I'm also going to give you a second one tomorrow night. Uh, the Eagles 
Uh, tight end, Godert. Am I saying his name right? Godert? Okay. Goddard. Goddard. I, I always say Godert. I don't know why. You're right. French? I like how you say it better. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, that's yeah. what you do from now on. <laughs> Godert. Uh, oh, he's like 46, 47 and a half, something like that. I've seen a couple of the spots. I like his over, um, really, because A.J. Brown being out, he should get a higher uh, target share. Uh, against uh, the, the high, high blitz heavy team like the Bucks, so I think uh, that's. I usually don't like overs. Well, there's a, a second prop for you guys, and uh, that's one today and one tomorrow. You know, it's funny. I'll tell you a quick story, Jeff. I was filling in yeah. for WFNZ in your neck of the woods in Charlotte, ah. and before Dallas Goddard was drafted, we interviewed him. Okay, and I asked him. I'm like, is it is it Goddard? And he's like, no, it's Goddard. <laughs> so, there you go. Rack, I, I'm just like you, man. It's all. Yeah, you know, people at home listening, they're like, this guy doesn't even know how to say the guy's name. He's going to bet. I don't have to know the <laughs> name, right. yes. the color of the jersey, <laughs> the number he wears. I don't want to know any of that stuff. I just want to know I just want to know what, what the color of green money looks like. Nice and green. Right. That's Correct. it. Yep. Yep. Josh Allen over one and a half touchdown passes. That's my plus that's, 100. Plus 100. Yeah. yeah, I know. They Wow. Well, you know. Uh, that would have been a, a tough bet to win probably today. Might be a little bit easier tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. Good job. I'm, I'm trying to find a Mason Rudolph. It was 161.5 earlier this week. They got down to 147.5 before the game got canceled. Um, so it's not out right now. Um, I, as I mentioned, I have Matt Stafford. I'm going to get the right number for you right now. I have over 278.5 passing yards against a Lions defense that is atrocious. Uh, against the pass. And then I have, as I mentioned, um, I'm going to, where is that here? I have Laporta under three and a half receptions. I just think that, um, you know, kind of sort of unfortunately one hit on that knee um, could, you know, could kind of, you know, really derail, um, you know, his game today. So it's hard to play with that knee injury. I think I, they're not forcing him back per se, but I don't feel great about his um, ability to, to play well today. I'm going to go with a longest completion prop. I'm on Stafford as well, Jeff. I'm looking over 38 and a half, which is a lot, but that Lions defense gives up a lot of big plays. They have breakdowns routinely in the secondary. So I think that Stafford hits at least one deep ball. And that's the thing. It's not necessarily a go ball, right, where you just air it out 50 yards downfield. Some of this stuff is just, look at Brevin Jordan yesterday. That's a little toss out to the tight end. He took it 76 yards to the house. The point is, it could be a, a run-after-catch situation as well when you have those breakdowns in the secondary. So I'm going to take Stafford to get over that. For fun, the rushing props crack me up in this game, Jeff. So Stafford, they both were at .5, Stafford and Goff. But the Goff rushing prop bet has ticked up to a yard and a half. Right, Wait, Stafford what's still Stafford at, at half a yard. Still at point five. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from this one. I don't think the Lions pass rush is good <laughs> enough to get him moving moving off his spot a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe crazy legs golf, you know? <laughs> crazy Maybe legs golf. Crazy legs. That's right. All right, coming up next. It's been a great start for this young gun. Can he keep it going? Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Hopefully, you're staying warm if you're in the Midwest, out east. Uh, it's crazy right now, these conditions here. No weather in this game, though. Packers against the Cowboys. 
How about them Cowboys? Favored by seven points in this one. How and, about uh, them Cowboys? Yeah! There you go. Our man Chris Perfett. Love that. Technical producer on the ones and twos. Very nicely done. Um, listen, we know the Cowboys at home have been really, really tough. Yeah. <clears throat> Six of their eight wins at home were by at least 20 points. And you can play the game. Well, okay, well, that was against Washington or that was against this bum team and the Packers are better. Okay, fine. But the point is the Cowboys play much, much better at home. So Green Bay's work is going to be cut out for them. And I want to see this. You mentioned this, Jeff. This Joe Barry defense. There are games. Yeah. I go back to the Carolina game on the road. Bryce Young yeah. had a 300-yard passing game. They scored 30 points. It's like Carolina got shut out yeah. <laughs> a couple of times at the end of the season. They scored 30 against the Packers. And I want to see their rush defense. It's both things, but... Also, their rush defense against Tony Pollard. Yeah. They're giving up a buck 28 on the ground this season. And if the Cowboys are able to run it, and you know they're going to be able to throw it with Dak, yeah. uh, where are you taking away? If your answer is nothing, it's going to be a long day for the green and gold. I think you're hoping for a Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott meltdown. I, I, I don't know what on-field matchup you really look forward to. Um, I also think it's worth pointing out the Packers are very inexperienced. They're the fifth youngest team to be in the playoffs since 1970. And are they ready for this? Look, the Texans, fairly young, but some veteran players. You know, D'Amico Ryans has been in the spot before. Malafleur has as well. But you have a young quarterback on the road in his first playoff game. A young offense, youngest in the NFL, on the road in their first playoff game. You have a team in the Cowboys who plays great from ahead. They get up, they get up. That pass rush gets going, gets gnarly. Parsons, oh, I saw this earlier this week. I don't know what it, I, it's not. A, I don't think it's on Bet MGM right now. His uh, over three quarters of a sack, so one full sack or two half sacks, was like minus one eighty. It's a big, it's a big number. Like they're expecting the pass rush to get after the Packers here and Parsons to get a sack. Um, and I think it's going to be a very tough environment for the Packers to be in. The Texans. Inexperience proved me a little bit wrong yesterday, right? Because they had they played really well, but I I just I I worry about if the Packers get off schedule crack at all in this game. I think that's 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 the end, especially with their defense. Um, It doesn't feel like a backdoor cover game for the Packers either. It feels like a game where if it gets out of hand, it's just out of hand, or the Packers just sort of go blow for blow all game and that's how they cover this game i don't i mean do you see the packers being down 14 and mounting a late drive to get within seven i i don't so you're almost if you're taking the package of your way during one style of game i think this just may well this this could be the most exciting game actually believe it or not the weekend uh both offenses can put up some points so um and and to your point um you're right. This is his first game love in this kind of situation, whereas this is the seventh for Dak, which he has a bad record, though, two and four. Um, I think this game does come down to the quarterbacks, too, and which one makes the least mistakes because, uh, you know, we've seen Dak crumble this year. And absolutely, there's been some games earlier in the season, and I, I just said, oh, my God. This Dallas is nothing. And don't worry, I'm going to be betting. If they get by this game, which they should. I even teased earlier in the week uh, Dallas down to, uh, one, down to one. But 
Um, I am going to be betting against them when they uh, – they're probably the next round if they get through this game. Um, again, this is a Packer team who's been like, I don't know, like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde back and forth um, all season. I just don't know what team you're going to get here. And, again, I just think the quarterbacks here or that whoever makes the most mistakes is is going to lose. And this game opened up at eight. We're down to seven now. Uh, I see it drifting a little bit more towards Dallas as we get closer to kickoff here. We still got about, uh, you know, four hour, four and a half hours. So um, we'll see what happens here. The I, I would like to see it land somewhere around seven. So that, that would be kind of ideal for me. So we'll see what happens. You would have won a lot of money if you predicted the quarterbacks that would finish 1-2 in touchdown passes this season would be Dak Prescott and Jordan Love. Because Dak threw 36, Jordan Love with 32. You would have won a lot of cash calling your shot on that. So both quarterbacks have done a, a very good job in that department. And listen, man, I got to take my hat off to Jordan Love. I didn't see this type of success this early. 32 touchdown passes for a guy who had 83 Passing attempts before this season, that's that's pretty incredible. Throwing to a bunch of young guys. He's literally throwing to all yeah. guys, tight ends and wide receivers that are in their first or second year. And uh, to have 32 at this point is, is pretty, it's pretty yeah. eye-opening. But listen, man, you, you crumble all that up and throw it away because it's all about today. It's not about what he's done in the regular season. And he's still a young guy as well as he's played this season. He's a young guy. And there have been moments this season, think about the Raiders game earlier in the year, where it was like week five, something like that, three interceptions on the road. He's had some clunkers as well. So I'm curious yeah. how well he can play. Really got to be mistake-free. That's tough to ask from a young guy like, hey, man, you got to be borderline mistake-free for us to have a chance in this one. But I think that's probably what it's going to take because I just don't trust Green Bay's defense at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, Love, I think, in the last nine games, his passer rating has been over 100 in, I think, seven of the nine games. Before that, it was only three of the first eight. Uh, 18 touchdowns, one interception. Like, he's taking care of the ball, which I think is a, it's just a huge... It's so important to not turn the ball over. I know we keep, I know we say that, but it really is a big deal. If you can just keep the ball in your hands. I, I know there are, some interceptions are okay. Um, you know, like... Fourth down, Josh Allen's just heaving the ball down the field. Sure. Mm. But for Jordan Love and their offense, it's just sort of continue seven yards, eight yards, 16 yards, three yards. Four. Just to not end up with that backbreaking turnover, is they're an on-schedule offense, right? They sort of need to stay on schedule. And so to just limit those mistakes is a huge growth from him. I think you can legitimately say like he's your franchise quarterback now. Is he going to win you a Super Bowl? I don't know. Your team's so young. It might be three years from now when a team matures, we sort of see this blue. And also, you make the case, go get yourself another D coordinator next year, and boom, you're right back where you need to be. So I think it's a tough, uh, tough, and, tough ask for the Packers to win this game today, uh, even though it would be the most hilarious result of the entire wildcard hmm. weekend. Them and the Bills losing. But the Cowboys losing this game with this team, with the two seed, with the way they sort of didn't luck into the two seed, but the Lions ending result, yeah. the Eagles losing five, five or last six, I think it is, right? Um, the Cowboys losing today, crack, would just be the funniest thing of all time. I'd giggle to myself. Guys, I, I tell you, uh, this NFL is amazing. 
that this is one of the games I wouldn't have think we'd have a major line move in the last couple of minutes. Like, what would you think, like, the least likely major line move would be is unbelievable out of all probably, the different probably things. Probably Steelers, right? The Steelers? No, the, the Steelers over BetMGM just going up to 38.5 and the whole screen lighting wow, up like a Christmas tree. 38.5. Yeah, yeah. Major line move on Ugh. the blustery conditions in Buffalo tomorrow hmm. on the over. I don't get it. I don't. I didn't think there was going to be a major line move on the over here. But there's an outside chance it's a setup for a, a big under. But I don't think so. This is legit. I think uh, this is not a, uh, a, a, a you know maneuvering and trying to set up the lines for under. I just anything can happen. Uh, like I say, any given Sunday, this would be the move I would not expect to see on this show. Would be this the line? It, by the way, when it came back up, the first line was forty. It, Quickly bet down to 36. That's right, 36. Now up to mm. 38 and a half yeah. with, wow. in those conditions. I am just almost shocked to see this. So, anyway, something I just didn't believe was going to happen today. Yeah. No, I like that, Crack. And one thing I would throw in about the Cowboys, I was just thinking, something that Jeff said made me think about this. You look at Dallas's reputation. We know they haven't. Gotten to the Super Bowl for a long, long time. They haven't won one since the mid-90s. We get that. But recent history, why is their reputation so bad? It's because they've had weird losses in back-to-back years against the 49ers. You know what I mean? That's something you have to take into account in a game like today against the Packers. An up-and-coming team, very young. They haven't lost as like a two seed to this bum seven seed team. You know what I mean? Like they lost to the Niners and a couple of years ago, they didn't get the spike down. That's, that's a coin toss game last season. Even though Dak was terrible with two interceptions, it's a one possession game on the road against San Francisco. You know what I mean? So I think you have to keep that in mind when you're trying to handicap this game against the Packers. I think that you can fall victim to, oh, they always find a way to not come through. And Yeah, against who? Styles make fights. you got to keep that in mind. Yeah, but again, you just said a bunch of things to talk about how the Cowboys don't win these games. For whatever reason, you want to give. <laughs> uh-huh. They don't win them. They haven't, right? You give every reason you want. I know who's winning those games. The Chiefs are winning those games, you know? Like it, it just—they're it, not winning the games, Brian, and they're supposed to win these games. This is what Jerry. This is what Jerry Jones has built. They're a very talented football team. They're good at all all different levels of the field. Right. You're playing a Packers team who's young, who hasn't been here before, who you should beat. Um, you know, next week you're going to host my host Philly. That'd be incredible, right? An AFC an NFC East matchup right there. Um, and um, you know, and and it's uh, you know it. it yeah, Rams and Eagles both win, and yeah, it'd be Philly and Dallas. Uh, by the way, that's actually the, the best games I think next week are going to be, would be like Rams, Niners, uh, Cowboys, oh, probably Cowboys, yeah. Lions, probably. Cow- the Rams, Niners, though, would be would be fantastic. Um, that ends up happening. So, nonetheless. Um, Absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, the Cowboys continually, Brian, we keep hearing this is the year. This is when it's going to end. It just doesn't. It doesn't end. But think about it like actual boxers. You know, who would the Niners be in terms of talent, production, all of that? They'd be a world class fighter. It'd be like saying, "Well, you've lost twice in a row to Floyd Mayweather. 
You know, how can I expect you uh, to win against this much lesser opponent, right? Like, sure, th- that wouldn't add up. Yeah, but they've also lost to lesser opponents throughout these seasons too. So that's also, I mean, they, they just haven't done it. Maybe this is the year. I think they beat the Packers, yeah. but I, I think this is the year when you know they have to sort of they, everything's sort of lining up for them. I'm on the Cowboys here. How about them Cowboys? Right? <laughs> yeah. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, by the way, real fast, who do you think would be the biggest threat to San Francisco in the NFC? Would you go Dallas? Would you go Rams? Or would uh, you Ram- go? I I go Rams because coaching quarterback and knowing the Niners. I yeah. do too. I yeah. do. How about the AFC crack? Who do you think is the biggest threat to the Ravens over there? Yeah, you know. Um... I'll tell you. I hope nobody, because I have I have the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. But um, yeah, I, I, I listen. Uh, the, the Chiefs are. Uh, I really liked. I made a future bet yesterday here in town. I just couldn't help it when I seen plus. I think it was eleven ninety to win the Super Bowl. So it, it's going to be uh, both for me. I'll, I'll be rooting for both of those teams. Um, but yeah, a bigger threat. Let me let me just tell you though. Now that Jeff says that, I visualize the Rams having a good chance to win yeah. that game. By the way, if they do get yeah. there uh, versus San Fran, so uh, I'll tell you what, San Fran, they would prefer to not play the Rams. Yes, agree. Absolutely, yes, I agree. Yeah. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next. To say the wheels have fallen off the tracks, I don't know if that's the best description for what has happened to this squad. We'll dive into that right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Man, if you would have told me when Philadelphia was 10-1 that they would lose 5 of 6 and be a prime candidate as a 5 seed to lose to the NFC South winner, (laughs) I would have said you're out of your mind. And that's exactly where we are right now. Philly has lost 5 of 6. Tampa has won 5 of 6. And you look at the Eagles, they are road favorites, minus three here, but no A.J. Brown. This is fitting for the Eagles' season, man, the way it's unfolded. A.J. Brown got nicked up last week, hurt his knee in Week 18 against the Giants. He's a no-go today. Meanwhile, you've got Jalen Hurts. He's got a a banged-up middle finger, dislocated that one last week and then also Devonte smith their stud wide receiver their other guy yeah he, he's nursing an ankle injury as well and uh man oh man like here's the question if the eagles lose is that the new home of bill belichick it sounds crazy uh, to even throw that out there but one where's belichick gonna land yeah. i hear these falcons rumors and i'm like I, that's a hard sell i i don't see that as the fit but could we be seeing Nick Sirianni, who is on the heels of a Super Bowl appearance? They lost that game by three points yeah. to Mahomes and the Chiefs. Could he be potentially out of a gig if the the season officially crashes and burns and they lose in the wild card round? Just remember, they Andy, Andy Reid had one bad year, shipped him out. Um, Doug Peterson, one bad year, shipped him out. Chip Kelly, one bad year, shipped him out. Um, this is not a bad year, but when you start 10-1 and one and you lose six of your last seven games, um, it's not a good taste, right? Especially when you, 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 your coordinators that you brought in after the guys left um, haven't really been as good. Now, of course, age is a factor here. Some of the older defensive players just aren't as good as they were last season. Um, but you regressed this year. And I think that's the biggest concern is how do you how do you make sure that you go back to the positive next year? There's also a discussion to be had, I think, about uh, about Hertz. I'm not sure it's fair or unfair to do this, but you know, to win a Super Bowl and be consistently in that conversation as a quarterback, you have to elevate when things are not well around you. Now, I think Hertz is a little beat up, but he has not elevated this season the team around him when it hasn't gone as well. And I wonder if that plays a role into how they think in the future. Like, do we need to bring in an offensive-minded coach that can sort of continue to 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 have Hertz on a trajectory upward? I feel like Hertz this year has sort of plateaued or gone a little bit down. You don't want to see that, right? You want to see that guy continue to go up and up and up, or at least plateau at the highest level that you can get at. The Belichick thing is interesting. I think Belichick can still coach, but he can't choose the players. I think Philly won't let him choose the players, so that that actually might be a good spot for him. Yeah. Um, but it might not it might not help Hurts' development, right? Like that's the thing too is like you need to get someone in there that continue to give Hurts what he needs to get to where he wants. Crack. How about Josh McDaniels though? As 
the as head the coach. OC? As, no, as oh the OC. yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, again, he's he has not had a. I guess he had Cam Newton. He hasn't a quarterback that can have the dynamic ability with 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 his athleticism, which I think you have to use for for Hurts at times because of of how good he is uh, with his legs. Uh, you know, McDaniel's have to change the offense a little bit for that, obviously. Imagine if you had the uh, over season wins with the Eagles. I know. 10 and 1. You have over 11 and a half, 10 and 1, and not getting there. Uh, oh, I know I've been saying it all wow. season about this fraudulent oh. team. Yeah. Um, this is the one line that really surprised me. I, I kept on looking to see if the Philadelphia was home. How can they be a three point favorite? And, you know, now without A.J. Brown. How can the Eagles win this game? Well, they can win this game if Tampa Bay makes some mistakes. And and uh, it's very possible with Baker Mayfield, I understand. But, man, I'll tell you, give me the three points. Uh, Bet MGM, probably the best line in the world on Tampa Bay right now at, at plus three, uh, minus 15. Uh, I, I expect this game to uh, probably close around three because the public loves thinking of Philadelphia as last year's Super Bowl team that probably should have won the game. So they see this game and say, well, come on, the Eagles. They're not thinking that the Eagles are one and five in their last six and Tampa Bay's five and one in their last six. And, uh, you know, not even momentum, but form. It's almost like basketball, handicapping basketball, you really have to go by game flow and form, uh, almost like golf. When I handicap golf, golfer form means everything, course form. And this play, the, the game's being played in Tampa. Yes, there's going to be some Eagle fans down there. But, um, man, I tell you, I still say give me Tampa. It's not going to be as big as a bet as Kansas City was yesterday. I had Kansas City money line, Kansas City minus three, um, and, and bet a, pr- a pretty good amount of money on that game. It was, I'm not going to be able to lose as much as I won yesterday, that's for sure, between having both winners. But um, I am betting Tampa in this game. So, and, and if the Eagles come out like they did last year in the first half, this team was a very strong first-half team. This year they haven't been uh, so much. But they're a different it's a, they're a different makeup. Last year, they, had, they, they lost their coordinators. It's a different team this year. Very lucky to even be here in this spot. Uh, not even winning the division when they were like 6-1 to one favorites to win a division a couple weeks ago. Um, listen, like I said, this is a very unusual side for me where uh, I actually bet it a couple times here. You can still get the three. I'm pretty surprised. You know, it, the thing is interesting with Jalen Hurts here is – I don't want to overreact to him having a down season, but at the same time, I don't want to underreact either. And it does make me wonder, if you think about a guy named Nick Foles, who played for the Eagles, who had an outstanding postseason, and we know the Philly special, and they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl and all of that. I called him Nick Foles because he was fooling people into believing he was a true franchise quarterback when he never was. And that's what I'm wondering with Jalen Hurts, where – Jalen Hurts had a magnificent season. He was an MVP candidate. Might have wanted if he didn't get hurt at the end of last season against the Bears. He had a, an exceptional game against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And the common reaction was like, oh, it's settled. He's the guy. Pay him all the money. He's a franchise quarterback. And you take a step back from that this season and you have to reevaluate and say, wow, he's 20th in passer rating. He's at 89. That's, that's just not good enough in today's huh. NFL. 
where he's thrown 23 touchdowns, 15 picks. It's a lot of interceptions with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. I know he had the forearm thing. He was nicked up a little bit, but probably the best offensive line in football. Those numbers aren't good enough with that to work with, okay? And so I don't want to say, oh, this guy, it's official. We overreacted. He's a dud. But it bears watching going forward where he might not be a true franchise quarterback as we go through it here because this year was much different than the true supporters were expecting. He's just got to get back on track because he has fallen off this season. That's inarguable. Um, it, it, it is. And, again, that's why the consideration for coach next year, you need a new OC, I would imagine, or Nick Sirianni is out. Here's the thing about Sirianni, too. I think he's a, he's a CEO coach, right? He doesn't coach the side of the ball. I mean, you sort of have to be really good. You have to be a Harbaugh. Like to do, it's hard to be a, a CEO coach and have your team struggle. Like, what's the purpose of you being there if you're not going to have the team playing well and you don't coach either side of the ball? Yeah, I, I hear you. You definitely got the offensive background. It's crazy. It was Sirianni in Eberflus in Indy as the OC and DC under Frank Reich, <laughs> right? right? So he's from the offensive side of the ball, but no, I hear you. He's more of that CEO type of guy. It's crazy. It's it's insane that we're even entertaining this, but it's it's where we are from Absolutely. ten and one to this. Uh, you have to make hard decisions, and they might. We'll see if Tampa of all teams forces their hand with a win tomorrow. That's pretty crazy. Hey guys, uh, I have a question for both of you guys. Yeah. Sure. You know, we, they had this you – know, after our show gets off air, we're supposed to be watching the Buffalo game. And, of course, uh, they, they moved it to, to tomorrow, which I'm yep. still pissed about. But <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask you, what are you guys doing the next three hours? What do you do? You spend it's, some time with so, the family? It's a, like, it's, <laughs> it's a crack. I've thought about this for a while now because yeah. we have family that comes over every Sunday. Right. My wife's cousin and her husband – her husband's a Bills fan. He's from that area. He has come over. He's a police officer. He does uh, first shift, so he gets he works from like six to two, and he comes over every Sunday when he's on weekend rotation, and is you know and watches like the rest of the Bills game if it's at one one Eastern, or he stays and watches the game at four twenty five. He has done that for often for night games, so he took off today to watch the Bills game because um. if he like watches the Bills night game, he gets so worked up that like he, it's hard to work the next day. He's like he's. He's one of those fans. Dave's the best. He stands like a foot from the television. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, like he just he, and he like he cheers for everything. Does he bet? Does he bet or no? No, 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 no. He's oh. like, but he stares like right. He's like right. Like he he's a passionate fan. Wow. So I think they're still coming over one o'clock. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, um, yeah. Like what do you guys from yeah, one yeah. to four? But and, that was. Uh, sometimes you gotta throw those guys out of your house. You know, I'll be honest with you. Let me well, tell you, if he's rooting against your bets. It's very oh, he, hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Like I, I listen. I've been over to my buddy Teddy Atlas's house where he, he, he. I brought a friend over, and my friend said, "Oh, this is a lock." And he's like, "Get this oh, guy boy. out of the house. A lock. Well, this still no, the no, third no. quarter. Get no, this guy no. out of my house." Dave. And, and like, like the, you, you may have some of these guys. Like I know a, a, a old school bookmaker. He unfortunately passed, but he told me a story about it. He threw his mother in law out of the house in Philly because she was rooting for the Eagles, and he's booking. Of course, everyone's betting the Eagles with him. He threw the mother in law out of the house. He goes, "You got to go. Tell your mother to get out of the house." I mean, so it's tough to to be like uh, you know you, you want to be uh, you know respectable to people, but if they're rooting against your bet. I could see you guys throwing them out of the house. 
Well, next week's going to be, if the Bills win, obviously, it's Bills-Chiefs. And that will be Oof. quite an uh, interesting uh, Sunday uh, around the, uh, the Schwartz wow. house. So I think it's still coming over 1 o'clock. I'm making a lasagna tonight. Um, nice. And uh, I'm doing a, it's a little bit of a cheat, but I do I do in the crock pot crack. It's actually, okay. it's a good, like, set it and forget it type of meal. We right. don't have to, like, just slave over it all day. It's very yeah. good, though. Um, wow. We're making a, a, a beef dip with Velveeta and like a little spicy Rotel. Um, it's going to be, you know, I mean, I guess for the next three hours we'll watch is college basketball on today. Like yeah. what's on uh, yeah. M- yeah. NBA. I- I'm more yeah, excited about that food than I am the game. So don't, don't be surprised. Crack, what do you have for, for college basketball today? What do you have in the, in the pot? Boy, I'll tell you what, you know, Sundays are tough, tough games for me. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, tough tough days to bet college basketball. only like 15 games, though. I know. You've got to wait until 3.30 Eastern if you want to get that Pacers-Nuggets bet fired away there, Jeff. (laughs) Is it one NBA game today? No, there are five five NBA games today. Wait. Yeah. Oh, it's on Altitude Sports. I was wondering what it was saying. It was on out. Um, NBA, man, I'll tell you what. I... um, the Lakers, Lakers are bad. I don't know that after the after <laughs> in-season tournament. Um, but uh, it's it's one of those. What else, get- what else on the uh, the the bullet points of uh, Schwartz on the NBA here? Look, football ends February 11th. That's when the NBA <laughs> begins right, in my mind. What- <laughs> um, and I will. I do. I. I what, I'm ready to go by the playoffs, though. I'm locked in. I, I got my basketball. I've told you my my first quarter. I love my first quarter strategy in the postseason. Um, I love doing it, but. Uh, I'll, I get locked into that, uh, you know, once football's over. I don't, I don't have oh, time. I don't have the brain width to be full on NBA, hey. you, know, you know, guy. Like I, like I know you. crack is. Like I know but crack. You always- not, not NBA. I'm not an NBA guy. I'm a college basketball guy. Of course, college football, college basketball. It's so tough to beat NBA sides. Um, I do unders. Do some totals. I like unders, unders in NBA. Like unders. Shocking. Yeah. Um, you do make time. For Isaac Lowenkron, though. Yes, of course. You know, <laughs> you might not make time for the NBA until mid-February. It's always time for ILO with the latest. What's going on here, ILO? Speaking of time, what time should we be uh, over at your house uh, today for that lasagna, right. Jeff? <laughs> it's going to be delicious. Damn. <laughs> The Rotel, golly, the cheese sauce, can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong with the primetime matchup tonight, the Detroit Lions against the Los Angeles Rams. NFL media reporting Lions rookie Pro Bowl tight end Sam Laporta, who's dealing with a bone bruise and hyperextended knee, is trending in the right direction to play tonight and intends to be out there. Kickoff at 8.15 Eastern. Of course, it'll be Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford going up against their respective former teams. And with that in mind, Lions Superfan Eminem actually posted this pregame message to Stafford. Listen. Stafford, what I say, you owe me this favor, bro. I was there for you when you won it. I was there for you. I was I was right there. I rapped for you, Stafford. Bro, I rapped for you. Can you just let us have this one? <laughs> just this one. Sounds like Eminem's palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, vomit on her sweater already, mom's spaghetti. (laughs) 
Anyway, up first, though, at 4.30 Eastern, the two-seed Dallas Cowboys host the seven-seed Green Bay Packers. The Bills-Steelers matchup originally scheduled for today at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, of course, moved to tomorrow because of a blizzard hitting the Buffalo area today. Even though the Bills not playing today, some of their offensive linemen playing the role of good Samaritans. Bills offensive lineman Ryan Vandemark shared the following video today on Instagram of fellow offensive lineman Alec Anderson helping a stranded motorist. Listen. Good Samaritan Alec helping the people. Helping the people. Always can rely on those offensive linemen no matter what the situation. Finally, in college football, ESPN reports Alabama transfer receiver Isaiah Bond has committed to Texas. Fellas, back to you. Hook em. Thank you, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. Yeah, okay, fellas. So, I I don't know. I, I feel a tear coming to my eye right now as we have our picks at the very end of the show. Oh. We got no crack challenge, man. The regular season's see, done. Let me, it's you over. Guys, did you guys uh, did you guys break about even? Oh, no, hold it. We have a little bit of a victory here. Did Jeff go 46-37-2 plus 3.4 units after – this is my, uh, my assistant here wrote this up. You guys both <laughs> had unbelievable seasons considering it's so hard to pick five games a week against the spread – by the way, 10 minutes before kickoff, when the most efficient line is that time, it's so hard to beat the sports books when you're betting the same game, never mind 10 minutes before the game mm-hmm. against those lines. Both of you guys, 46-37-2, Brian, 42-40-3, if I'm seeing this right. Mm-hmm. Together, you guys are uh, really uh, shocked the, the, the world here. Great job, man. Appreciate Thank that, you. Crack. Very nice. Yeah. It's hard to do. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, it, it's impossible. This is why the, this is why the sports books are in business because everyone bets last minute. You understand? Every weekend, every sports book in this town, you see lines, and what happens at the end? They all, a good portion gets shut out because they make up their mind last minute and they just don't know what they want. Betting into that efficient market, you guys, five games a week against that efficient market. Coming out uh, like you did is is a miracle. It can't happen next year. I'll just tell you. <laughs> Let's so hope we, we can do? run it back. Are we going to yeah. pick a side? In, are we going to pick a side in the four games, Brian? Like, what are we going to do? I mean, you guys, Man, you, you might as you, you might as well. Why not? I mean, you uh, want to do uh, what? You could go with either totals, uh, props, sure. totals, sides, sure. whatever you want. Sides, yeah, you yeah. want to I mean, come I, up with five picks. Tough. I mean, I have I have four left over that I took yesterday for my. Po- I did five. I did six wagers yesterday, one for every game. Wow! So we can uh, we can do whatever you want. Uh, okay. Come up with a maybe come up with top three. Well, how about top we'll do three? three wagers okay. for today? Okay. Top three. We'll top works? three yeah. for today. You got it. Yeah. Is it today or no? For no, no the tomorrow. Next no, the next today and tomorrow. Okay, next so two days. Yeah. Three, any any three we want. Any Chops. Three. Okay. Okay. You sure. got it. Any sure. Top three. Love Let's it. Let's go. Okay, I'm we'll forced do to do that every week. Top two. So, yeah. There we go. Do top three. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Beautiful. Awesome. Organic. You know? Yeah. It's uh, one of those. It's not set it and forget it, Jeff. It's microwavable. 
You know, you make those <laughs> meals for the, for the guests. We'll have microwavable picks over here. I like it. Coming up next. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No Picks, picks, picks on the way. Two games today, two games tomorrow. We'll share what we are thinking with you. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Props to the crew. Our trusted producer, Bo Benson. Chris Perfett, Lions backer. Huh? Looking for a, a brilliant Lions performance tonight against the Rams. Technical producer, Isaac Lowenkron, crushing the updates and crushing life. Top of the hour, little Red Zone Radio. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, we've got some picks to make. Let's do it. Rapid fire. Okay, Jeff. So uh, like a mini crack challenge, yeah, if yeah. you will, here. I like it. Yeah. So uh, three picks in any direction, props, sides, totals. What are you thinking here? Okay. I like Cowboys over 20 and a half points. So, now, the juice on this one is, it's, I don't want, I mean, I, I can't find an alternate 29 and a half, but it's minus 135. It's not the best. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what we have to take at the moment. Um, I uh, like the Bucks plus three. I'm just going to go with it. I mean, look, our favorite people we like to fade are also on the Bucks plus three. Uh, sometimes it just you just have to suck it up, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think that's the right side. I don't think the Eagles are very good right now. Uh, I mean, look, Tampa Bay guys, they lost the Saints and then beat the Panthers nine nothing their final two games. So it's not like they've been stellar either. I think the Eagles are broken, man. I, I just don't think they're 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 ready. Not ready for this the wrong word, but. They just don't feel it whole right now, you know? And so I'm going to bet on that. Uh, and then Matt Stafford over 278.5 passing yards. I have two two overs in this. Oh, yikes. Uh, so that's what I'm going with there. Hey, I don't hate it. I'm going to go with uh, the Cowboys. You know me. I've been on the Cowboys minus seven. I think that's the right side. I think they get a lead, and that is a, a tough team at home with the lead. I'm going to take the Rams at team total. I'm going over 23 and a half. Ooh, okay. I just think the Lions are going to have a hard, hard time defending that offense. So I like them to get to at least 24 points today. And um, it's tough with the prop. I'm going to grip my teeth and continue to go with it. Crack always preaches getting the lines earlier in the week. I liked Tony Pollard earlier in the week. It's around 60 and a half rushing yards. It's ticked up. It's ticked up to 63 and a half rushing yards. But I'm going to grip my teeth and still hang with it. Yeah, shouldn't make I a like difference. that line. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> it did yesterday with Pacheco. Ooh. His rushing and receiving. Yeah. It ticked up during the week and it didn't come through by like a yard or two yards if you got it later in the week. So that's what makes it so difficult. But I'll stick with Tony Pollard. Over 63 and a half rushing yards. It's like he's going to get the bulk of the carries, and the Packers have a hard time stopping the rush. So I'll go with Pollard to get there. Okay, let's get to this. Hey, this is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. All right, Crack, what are you thinking, man? Well, you know what? I forgot that we have a bet against person 
on Twitter, and unfortunately, they're on Tampa Bay. I'll tell you what. I guess I get to blame that person yes. if I lose this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay plus three for tomorrow. Oh, a, for too, But I mean, man. Uh, that's the right wager. Yeah, I, I just think there's so many different variables and factors that lead to Tampa Bay being a, a good play tomorrow. However, I have to put that in the mix here. You know, we never want to blame ourselves for a loss, and I'm not blaming myself if I'm losing. I'm going to blame that person. You should. There you go. <laughs> By the way, circling back, Crack, I like your Goddard selection. Yeah. Like his prop receiving yards, because think mm-hmm. about this. Do the math. How do you divide up the A.J. Brown production? Sure, sure. Well, you're going to throw it to Devon, uh, Devontae Smith's got the ankle injury, right? Yep. So you're going to look to Goddard, and you might look to Hertz is going to try to run it. Uh, Swift is going to try to run it a lot, but it, when they're actually, throwing it. Actually, I did bet that something I didn't tell you guys prop wise. I actually found a 32.5 or on Hertz rushing yards. I bet over that, too. So yeah. there you go. There's an extra there one. There you go. Very nice. Cool. cool. Uh, it's weird that we don't get any games for another. Like three hours or so. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out myself for a couple hours. Go see if I could terrorize some bookmakers in town. I guess I have to go like uh, talk props. to my kids. I, yes. Yeah, I, I would go out and terrorize bookmakers if it wasn't minus eight. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't and Jeff would go out if he had legal sports books around him. They're coming. Oh, just, They're coming to the Bible Belt they, soon. They, they, can't, they claim it's February 13th now. Whatever yeah, that means. There you go. Right after the Super Bowl. Wonderful. That's nice of them. Geniuses. Yeah. Great timing. <laughs> All right, everybody, enjoy the doubleheader today and the doubleheader tomorrow. All right. Have a great one. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.